Hey everybody, this is Jessica. Hey family, I'm Sterling too. And we are coming to you live from our bed. Our bed, because this is the only time that we have to make a podcast right now. You would think with quarantine we'd have all this free time. Not the case. Not the case at all. Between Luviana. Uh, crazy work and then all things medical, I suppose. Yeah, and then trying to, like, work when she's sleeping, also at night, and then also having, you know, like, workout time and de-stress time and all that kind of stuff. Um, We've been finding it a little difficult to do a podcast to update everybody over the last week or so, so this is what you get, us in bed having this conversation. You're welcome. (laughs) Um, which is weird. Side note, I don't know if you know this, but you know Nick Offerman? I do. He has a podcast with his wife, and they literally do it from their bed. Hey. There you go. Twinning. (laughs) Um, so we wanted to kind of give you guys an update about what all is going on, because we have come to a close of Sterling's 12 weeks of treatment, and kind of what we're looking at going forward and how everything is going. Yeah, so we completed my 12 weeks of steroid infusion at Highlands Oncology. And then we met back with Mayo. Um, I mean, ultimately, Mayo really likes my progress and where I'm at. So kind of... They just did a... Yeah, kind of just for everyone's where I am at actually is, um, I can walk, I can, I can bike on the Peloton. I've actually done a couple of bike rides with Luviana and her new bike trailer. Yeah. They've Um, done a couple five mile bike rides. Yeah. Something quick, but I still can't feel anything from about my knees down really. Um, you, okay. So let's be a little clear there. Like you can feel pressure. Yeah. I can feel pressure in my feet. Um, I can register cold but for some reason it registers as a sharp pain you describe it as like when your feet are really cold but you get in a hot shower yeah and pins and needles it's like that pins and needles like feeling so like for instance today (laughs) there was some like cold water that fell on him when he was like outside this morning Mm -hmm. and he was like why is there pain in my leg and then he's like oh it's wet (laughs) like it's like this cold wet feeling and so it's like it feels very painful thought i pulled my calf (laughs) um so he has different sensations not back to 100 percent yeah 100 percent we met with mayo virtually yeah because of covid so essentially did teleconferences with my doctors um yay zooms Ultimately, yeah, right, Zoom saving the world. <laughs> um, ultimately, they, they're really happy with the progress that we've made, um, but then they shared information that we didn't know, that there's a chance of relapse. Of, <laughs> he I, says keep it, saying, I keep saying remission. He says it like that because he says yeah. remission every time he means relapse. It's a relapse, <laughs> the negative one um, of... 35 to 40%. Um, so that was a new number that we didn't actually know whenever it came to transverse myelitis um, and the MOG antibodies that um, my immune system's producing. 
So, yeah, that was a new kind of information that we had that we always knew that your relapse numbers were going to be up there a little bit, but they've, I, I say they, I mean Mayo's done a really great job of doing a lot of research and a lot of analyzing everyone that has these same things that Sterling has, which around here is no one, but across the world is a lot of people seemingly. Um, so they've, they're looking at people's chances of like where he's at right now in his recovery and what his relapse chances are, relapse chances are. So like, because he's not back to that fully 100%. They wanted to start me on a new treatment plan, um, which is, so what's interesting if I were to relapse is that it wouldn't, it wouldn't attack my spine again. I wouldn't lose feeling in my lower extremities. It would actually cause a optic deficiency um, and I'd start having headaches and start feeling some pain in the back of my eyes and then I would go blind. Yeah, so it would start attacking those like nerves going to your your yeah. eyes. Which is great because I already have one, <laughs> only, only have one of those nerves already. Right? So it's like, well, we'll even, we'll go back to where we already have some issues. But they say that luckily it doesn't cause you like a lot of permanent blindness usually. Correct. It's just that you're in that state. And sometimes people don't, that's how that first presents. Mm -hmm. So they don't know necessarily what exactly is going on and it takes a little longer to get treatment. Um, the good thing is, is that if this does occur, those signs that we know to look for. Straight to the ER. We pretty much just sit, go in and say, this is what you have. You Help need me to full get, of steroids. You need to get steroids yep. and no kind of a treatment and we can move forward pretty easily because now we know that you've got this underlying MOG transverse myelitis, I guess. Mm -hmm. MOG disease is what he called it. Uh, MOG. MOG that causes transverse myelitis, yeah, but ultimately it's an immune system that is MOG disease because MOG yeah. are the bad antibodies yeah, that I'm know, producing. Yeah, I know, but like when we were talking to the doctor, he like called it that, and that was the first time I had heard it called that, but anyways, when you're in those like, well, I guess when you're even, when you're face-to-face -face with doctors, and they're like, it's just so much information being thrown at you, it's just odd the things that you pick up on that doctors say you know mm -hmm. like that was just one of the things i was like oh, i haven't heard him use that terminology before so anyways they are they gave us their usual like what they've seen work kind of things like they've got three treatment plans for people who are in the position that you're in um one of them is not really conducive to where you're at like it would be if you hadn't made as many gains so they kind of eliminated that one one of them was like a daily oral pill that you would take but it was an immune suppressant mm -hmm. which is what he's been on for 12 weeks plus some because you had your treatment 
while you were in Springfield, your first rounds of treatment. So you've been on what immune suppressants for five months. Yeah, roughly since all of this has started. So, um, and with COVID-19, you know, they're saying pretty much let's not give you anything that's going to suppress your immune system so that you can, you know, function in a world where you don't have the threat of getting this disease or this virus. Right. So we've been in pretty constant state of lockdown um, since all this happened, since, what, March 13th is the last time you and Luviana left the house, right? And then I've only left for treatments. Yeah, like Luviana and I left to go to school on that Friday on the 13th, and then everything pretty much shut down and we didn't have school and yeah, that was the last time that we pretty much were out. Well, we did go. I did take her to her checkup appointment yeah, last week. But that's it. But even that was like only seeing well visits. Everyone has a mask. I didn't even have to touch the elevator door buttons, which was pretty nice. Um, and we were gone for like an hour, and we came back and showered and. We're in pretty high levels of um, quarantine, I would say. Self-isolation. That's right. Family down. isolation. Um, yeah, just the two of us, Luvian and Harold, hanging out here with Alani dropping us off necessities that we can't get via grocery delivery, thankfully. Because, yeah. you know, everything that you really need via grocery delivery is never available by the time your delivery time comes up. Okay. But we're very thankful that we have grocery delivery even. I mean, I say that as a person who dreads grocery delivery right now and mail. It's because we do sanitize everything that comes in the house. <laughs> it's just, takes, just needed. It takes so long. And it's... And Sterling thinks I'm being a little excessive. A little but, bit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but it's like, it. you never know who's touched all that. It's creepy and weird to think about. And this thing lives Freaking for a COVID long time man. like on stuff. So, you know, sanitize things, people. All right, back to treatment. <laughs> we digress. Uh-huh, we did indeed. So, essentially... Um, my neuro- the third option. Yeah, my neurologist at Mayo said the best option would meet, for me would be the third option, which is something called um, IVIG. And it is, again, um, an infusion. But this time it is an infusion um, of healthy antibodies taken from blood plasma. So <laughs> this is what I have is um, my antibodies aren't producing or I should say my nervous system isn't producing healthy antibodies, so what this treatment will do is essentially replace those. Um, It kind of attacks the B cells within your body too, Um, and so you're not producing those MOG antibodies, um, and you're getting replaced with healthy antibodies. So we did the first treatment today. Um, Yeah. Did it again at Highlands Oncology. They are in strict COVID lockdown, so they literally only let the patient into the building. Um, so I just went there myself. Um, Which made the rest of us very sad today. Yeah. Um, 
Harold, Jessica, and Luviana had to just sit here and then... Worry about you because you can't take your phone inside. Yeah. Because uh, we don't want to have to, like, sanitize it. Basically burn all the clothes as soon as I get home. Lighter fluid. <laughs> it's <laughs> no. fine. No, straight into the washing machine. And then straight into the shower. That's right. And... So, again, we're being very cautious with COVID. Um, <laughs> and you're wearing a mask the whole time. Yeah. Um, and everyone there is wearing a mask the whole time correct. because they're around chemo patients and yeah. all kinds of other people who are in immune compromised states as well. So the facility, you kind of walk in the front door and get checked in and then you go and get lab work done. Um, then you walk upstairs to a waiting room where you either see your doctor, um, where you go to the treatment center where you get your infusions. Um, and the infusions center is like closed now so it's behind pressurized doors and they're only letting the patients in there and the, the nurse that are completing the therapy so they're they're taking some pretty hardcore precautions there it does take quite a while um so i got there at 12 um didn't leave there till a quarter before six so yeah it was it was about five thirty. Yeah. when you called you got home a little before six it's a long treatment, and we knew it would take several hours because they have some – you can have some uh, allergic reactions sometimes yeah. to it, so some itching, swelling. Headaches. Um, headaches. Yeah. So before I even started the treatment, they gave me Tylenol and a Benadryl um, just to make sure that if I started to have some of those that it was kind of mitigated and reduced – um, and so then, the, the treatment went well. I mean, it just took a long time. It I, gets kind of like... I don't feel like I have any weird side effects right now like I did with the steroids. So steroids, I'd get super hungry. I couldn't sleep at night. Um, couldn't sleep for like 24 hours straight. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I could go to sleep right now, um, which is a good thing. And then I always, after I got the steroid infusion, felt like I was just chewing on nails the rest of the day or pennies. Yeah, um, you could smell, you smelled like metallic-y smell afterwards. And now I just smell sweaty from working out. <laughs> uh, I didn't get that close to you. I waited for you to shower. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. And so the other side effects can be that this is essentially... I don't want to say packaged, but like the way that they introduce this into your body is like with a bunch of protein added in. Yeah, so, so it's, it's a big protein dump that I get from the plasma. Um, yes. And so renal failure is um, common. So they're wanting me to take like very close attention to like how my back feels and potentially how my kidneys feel. Um, drink tons of water. Make sure not taking in a lot of excess protein myself, um, which is weird for me in my diet because I feel like all I try to do is eat protein. <laughs> yeah, you're constantly um, like, protein, protein, more protein. Get that creatine. <laughs> <laughs> you're out of control. <laughs> um, but we'll do this treatment for um, the rest of the week except Friday. Um, so four big days of four-hour IV infusions, um, which nice, which is nice at the end of this is that I don't have to do it for another four weeks, and then it's only two times, and then wait another four weeks, and then two times, and then we'll go back up to Mayo. So, Yeah, we kind of deferred our Mayo treat, 
trip until hopefully COVID allows us to travel is what they're hoping. So this treatment could last six months. They're going to see how you're doing in three. Correct. Because we'll be back up at Mayo to do your... Full blood work, MRI, see where inflammation is, and then go from there. And then we'll kind of like reevaluate then. That's right. But typically it is about a six-month treatment. But the good thing is, like you said, it's really just once a month. And... Not every week like I was doing with the steroids, basically. Yeah, two days, once a month, and then... Feels, feels more manageable. Yes. And it's it's a longer process when you're there, but we always kind of hoped your steroid treatments would take a little longer anyways because they made yeah. you just feel so down mm-hmm. and depleted afterwards. Which is weird. You'd think steroids would pump you up, right? Well, at first they, like, deplete you, and then later you're just, then like, just hyped. like, hyped, yeah. Um, so kind of watching for kidneys and watching for headaches, headaches and back Lerg- pain. Allergic reactions. Yeah. Like that, so. so there are some side effects to it. Um, but the good news is, is that this will take any chance of relapse from 35 to 40%. Um, down to 5 to 10%. So that's yeah. the ultimate reason why we're doing it, just because it lowers those numbers so much and, and puts us in a much safer um, position. Yeah, and then also the good news is is that it, they've kind of seen this do the opposite for immune systems, where it immune kind boost. of helps your body regenerate your immune system a little quicker than you normally would. So... They're kind of hoping that that will get you producing your own good antibodies instead of the, the bad mock antibodies, along with just supporting you, your immune system, making that better. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's where we're at. Got a treatment plan, starting treatment the next couple of days, I'm sure going to be. We'll see how I feel on Friday. A little long and a little harder, but we'll manage. It'll be fine. Yeah. Worth it. It's totally worth it. I mean, even if your numbers drop from like 35%, 40% to like 20%, those would be worth it. Worth Again. it. Yeah. So, yeah. We're, we're excited that we're moving forward and that we're getting something that is helping build you up and not kind of depleting you. Absolutely. I know Sterling wouldn't say he's necessarily excited because he gets to get a needle in his arm every day and he's... Man, never never cared. Like, needles never bothered me until this shenanigans. Yeah. It's like twice a day. Let's pick an arm. Well, you're to use that arm. Then. <laughs> okay, I guess we can use the other arm. Yeah, so yeah. he's kind of it's over that. It's still fun to watch him draw blood. It's not fun, yeah, but it is. okay, sure. Your idea of fun and my idea of fun? Maybe not fun, just <laughs> fascinating. There you go. Let's okay. use a better yeah. word. Yeah. Pick a different adjective. <laughs> so um, I guess that's all that we have. 
Anything else you want to update? No. Anybody on? So. We really hope everyone's staying safe and well. Um, hopefully you're trying to become social distancing masters. Go learn from Bigfoot, maybe. He seems to be crushing it. Um, <laughs> and just honestly stay healthy. Yes, and I encourage you to try to, I don't like saying self-isolate. That's why we use the word social distancing. But I don't even like that. I don't like these terms. Mm. Because I think that it just like really plays on the fact that that insinuates that you should be all alone or that everyone else isn't doing it. I don't know. I encourage you to stay connected to the people in your life that you are normally connected to, but just find new ways to do that. Virtually or from further than six feet apart? Yeah, like virtually, like FaceTime more with people, maybe even people you haven't talked to in a very long time. You could also pick up driveway drinks. This is a thing that we have started and by we, I mean Jessica, because she needs sanity in her life. She needs to drink. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, so you can literally uh, just have someone pull up in your driveway, have a lawn chair, sit in the back of your car, and they sit on the opposite side of your driveway, and then you're like 20 foot apart, and you're good to go. Yeah, and then you like drink a beer, and you have some conversation, and like an hour goes by, and and then you like, Get to go back to real life of the people inside of your house. Don't throw a block party. This is with like three people. Max. Uh-huh. You throw a block party, we'll find you. Oh, and it'll be over and you better not tell people, well, I heard about <laughs> it on Jessica and Zilling's podcast. They told me to do dri- driveway drinks. <laughs> told you to socialize with like three people from a good safe distance away. And by three people, I mean that usually it's like me and Sterling who already live in this house and one person in our driveway. It's true. So, but yeah, I encourage you to stay connected to the people that are around you and check in with those people because mental health is already like a big issue. We need to make sure that we're before this, that we don't, I don't think that we address in the correct ways as a society. And I think that we really need to not let this take us backwards in that fight for mental health equity so there's jessica's plug i'm just saying say six feet across and then we went down another (laughs) tangent it's fine all right well okay i guess i'm i guess i'm done talking i'm gonna let you take us on out anything else you need to say i appreciate everyone i appreciate you and your mental health plug (laughs) um we love you guys Yes, we do. We love you. We appreciate you. And we're here. If you need anything, let us know. And we will catch you hopefully again soon. We'll give you a little update. Yeah. Bye, team. (laughs) Just Walmart them? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yep.